All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Soma Mama podcast. I am beaming today. It's also Valentine's Day, which I know we all have. I'm, well, I don't know. I assume we all have different varying feelings about Valentine's Day. Uh, but I have two wonderful guests here today um, who embody love, literally, and they have so much wisdom and light to share with us. So I have Paige and Ashlyn from Love Ignites Peace. They are located in Denver, Colorado. They just launched their business five months ago and one wonderful thing to know about them is they are a powerful mother-daughter duo. Um, I met, I had the pleasure of meeting Ashlyn in our undergraduate experience in San Diego. And one thing I, I know I've mentioned this before to on the pod and to my listeners, um, but I just love how divine, just how the divine works. So you meet someone and you may not, um, you know, you, you, you meet someone, you may not become best friends or, or like best professional partnerships or whatever when you meet, but then there's this beautiful kismet way of journeys circling back to one another. And I feel that so deeply with Ashlyn um, and her mother witnessing them in their business endeavor right now and just in life. So I'm going to pass the mic off to you ladies. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you as individuals and then also about Love Ignites Peace. Well, hello, hello, Courtney. Thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction. And I couldn't agree more how coming together all these years later just feels so right and enriching. And we are so grateful to be here sharing in your journey with Soul Soul Wellness and the Soma Mama podcast and everything that you're working on as well. Would you like me to introduce myself? I guess I didn't know Yes, thank you, Courtney. We are thrilled to be here. Um, my name is Paige, and this journey with Love Ignites Peace all started with me 16 years ago when I was recovering, finally figuring out what had happened to me from a health situation. I had lost literally all my energy, all my vitality for life, and I had this very, very strange symptom of profusely bleeding gums. And I don't mean like a little blood. I mean like rivers of blood, and I would floss for hours. And no one could figure out what was wrong with me. And I refer to it as the moment I got my life back, which was at the end of March. And they finally figured out that I that ingesting gluten was making me sick. And, <laughs> and just to clarify that March was many, many years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not right. this time, 2006, March yeah. 2006. Yeah. Um, and in that moment, I just had this huge awakening. I really awoke to myself and made some pretty intense decisions to start unpacking me, you know, looking at the decisions I'd made in my life, how I'd ended up where I'd ended up, what I wanted for my future, all of those things. And so it was a journey back to regaining my health. And it was a journey back to really regaining my mental I don't know that I want to say mental health, but it was a journey of gaining kind of my mental tenacity, you know, just really um, focusing on who I was, answering that age old question, who am I? And um, connecting with myself and spirit and all of those things. And then a couple years later, 
I had a mystical moment out of nowhere where literally I was reading a romance novel, um, looking at the lake in front of me, just so relaxed. And the words love ignites peace were literally branded in my brain. It was like out of nowhere <laughs> is the only way I could describe it. So that set me on this journey that I'm on now, which is learning how love can ignite peace in my own life, learning every in and out about loving myself that I can possibly learn and loving others. And I didn't introduce myself, I guess, when I said hello earlier. I'm Ashlyn, Paige's daughter. And it's really interesting how her journey and my journey is really paralleled each other and also played together. We did not realize it at the time, how all of this was coming together for both of us. But as my mom began her awakening, that obviously provided opportunities concurrently for me as her child. So when she would learn something new, we would learn something new. And this is always one of my favorite quick little stories to tell. But when we were bashful, when I say we, so my I have an older brother. He's three years older than me. And so I was probably, let's say, 12. And my mom, dad, brother, and I started doing church at home. We left the church that we were going to. And this was super impactful because we started learning not only from the Bible, but also from things like the Reader's Digest and um, guideposts, daily guideposts, and reading Science of Mind magazine, Science of Mind magazine, <laughs> and reading about things and learning about things in regards to how we show up in the world as individuals and how that has an impact on those around us. So you know, we'd have sustainability goals that we'd set each month and all these different things together as a family. And again, one thing leads to another, you know, you start growing your mind in this area and then you start trying new things. I, at 16, decided I wanted to try some hypnotherapy for some like deep rooted fears from some experiences I had had as a like middle school girl with creepy, creepy guys and things like that. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And so here we are today, you know, all these years later. So gosh, it was 2006. So that was 16 years ago where we started to come make this company. It's like, well, what, what does it mean to live Love Ignites Peace? And what we realize is it's really a lifestyle and it's a, it's a body, mind and spirit endeavor. No different than your soul to soul, you know, ideas in, in it's from your body to your soul. It's the whole, the whole package. And so what we learned through our experiences is that in this body, mind, and soul endeavor, there are different things that you can and need to do to help you raise your vibration. At the end of the day, it all comes down to frequency and vibration, which is why our tagline is to get your freak, AKA frequency on. So we want to fill our bodies with nourishing foods and practices like you'd said with cranial sacral and you know fascia release and massage therapy and ion cleanses and homeopathic medicine and chakra clearing you know all <laughs> these different things we want to align our bodies to the highest vibration because for both of us that's truly where our journey started at the, at the body level once we could get our bodies right then that helped us get our mind and our spirit in alignment 
And so on this other side of things, you know, we fill our high vibe life in our, our mind and soul through things like meditation and, you know, affirmations and exercise, you know, it all goes together. It's hard to put them in a bucket because truly when you're doing one thing for your body, for example, like a yoga, you're also doing it for your mind and your soul. So I could obviously go on and on and on, but we've also learned along the way that it's okay to sometimes need some help. And so we have worked with who we call our freak MDSs. So your frequency docs to help you on this journey. So we've done things like spiritual energy work and subconscious programming work. And like I mentioned, homeopathy was like a huge starting point for me in my physical journey. And then there's uh, trauma-informed yoga. So we just have touched so many different areas and we're always learning and growing. And so that's one thing that we absolutely love with following you, Courtney, is that you're bringing a whole nother layer of ways to get your freak on body, mind, and spirit to the world. In a nutshell, (laughs) in a nutshell, (laughs) in a nutshell and bless our listeners who are like, wait, what is frequency? And what is, you know, I know, I trust that so many are speak this language as well. Um, But this excites me as we get to dive in deeper to really peel back those layers and fundamentally talk about Yeah, like, what is what is and I'll ask you both um, the like, what is vibration and frequency for someone who might be totally new to, to that language specific to our bodies, our minds and our spirits. Well, vibration is energy. It's, you know, it's the energy that we can actually feel when we start attuning to it. So you walk into a room and you can feel the vibe of the room. You either want to stay and, you know, get to know everyone and have a good time, or you'd rather like turn around and walk out the door. You can feel that vibration. Vibration is, um, frequency is just how vibration is measured. So they really play off of each other. And um, we have started, um, well, a long time ago, I read David Hawkins' Power Versus Force. Have you read that book? I haven't read it, but I've heard of that one. And well, what he did was he took this idea of frequency and over like 200,000 people did this constant, you know, experiment to be able to actually quantitatively put frequency to our human um, programs. And so he was able to say like, you know, guilt is a 20 on the frequency level. And if you are like Christ consciousness, you're a thousand on this frequency level. So it's all just energy. It's just energy that we're putting out and it is energy that we need to pay attention to because the higher that we're vibrating, the higher our frequency is, the closer we are to living that life of love, which is ultimately living um, a really good life. (laughs) I mean, a really, really good life. One that feels really good. Mm -hmm. One that feels really good. One that feels really good. I one, couldn't agree more. And two, want to ask you both if you feel like there's subjectivity to that, to one, like 
frequency and vibration as in is everyone on a different wavelength or level or are we all aspiring to be on a similar wavelength or as different humans do we all have our own design and our own frequency well that's a good question um my initial answer is of course we're all on a different we're all on a different journey but i think we're all i like to say and i like to say that love is our journey and love is our destination. So we're all at different places in this journey of learning how to embody love. But we're all heading toward the same destination. Love is innately who you are as a human being. And every human being on this planet is innately love. And that is what each and every one of us are seeking every day. Sometimes we have to start with, with health. Sometimes we have to start with our mind. It's all different for each of us. But it's where we're all, where we all want to go. Every single human wants to go there. And also in regards to your question specifically on frequency in and of itself, the scale of consciousness that my mom was talking to a little bit ago, the David Hawkins scale of consciousness, was studied on over 250,000 people that these numbers, these frequencies these words were equated to. So that shows a pretty large amount of consistency within certain frequencies being at certain vibrations and certain resonating, let me put this in a different way, with certain people with certain frequencies being at certain vibrations as a common feeling and metric for the overall general population. I think what you're trying to say is that if somebody was testing that they were carrying a lot of guilt in their, in their field, then though they had experienced guilt differently, they would still test at the same frequency on this scale. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm tracking. And as this is innately the language that I speak as someone who is I mean, I've always been a highly sensitive person and someone who's tapped into energetics. And it hasn't been until adulthood where I've found one, the people, the community who share in that thought and that belief, but two, the language for myself of like, as a child, I didn't quite know how to articulate like, and I was actually, and I'll share this articulation because I was sharing this with my husband the other day. I said, you know, as someone who identifies as a highly sensitive person and, and highly empathic, I notice that I'll walk into a space and I'll feel energy. And it's almost in this, like, I've never claimed that I'm a psychic and it doesn't, that doesn't fully resonate with me, but it, it almost feels like this psychic ability at times. Cause I'm like, I'm feeling what you're feeling. I can, I, and almost to the extent where I can tell, I know what they're about to say. And I didn't know that not everyone is like that. So, um, hyper vigilantly, but what I want to say to that is I believe that we all have the ability to sense and to feel vibrations and frequencies, and I call it the intangible world, right? Like energetics often feel intangible. We can't see them. It's not like we can grasp them, but we can feel them. So in terms of the mind-body connection or disconnect, this is the second part of my articulation to my husband. I was like, I noticed that I would start to like build assumptions in my mind, or I build this, build this own, my own story about what I sensed. 
And I often wouldn't articulate, like I wouldn't speak what I felt because I felt crazy. I felt like I wouldn't be understood. And talk about unraveling because I've like, as I've started to identify that, I will one have started to use my voice a lot more um, and done away with the shadow side of like, oh, your voice doesn't need, you know, want to be heard or, oh, you won't be understood or, oh, you'll be perceived as crazy. Um, and I just love to hear your, if, if you both have had similar experiences or, um, yeah, what that mind body connection has looked like you in, in the language of frequency and vibration. It's a really good question. Yeah. I want to think about that for a minute. I, um, well, you know, my journey was one that started with my body. And I have often wondered when I got my life back at that day at the end of March, when all of a sudden, like the sky was blue and the grass was green again, I've often wondered if I would have had the information to um, test my frequency that day or even the day before where my frequency would have tested. Because what I know in my journey, and my journey has been very much um, learning to pay attention to my body. That's been one big piece of my journey. You know, as I mentioned, I had this strange symptom of profusely bleeding gums. Well, there was like so much going on, like with dental issues. And I just kept, I kept asking myself, why, like, what the heck? I mean, where is this coming from? What is happening? And, you know, doctors and blah, blah, blah. But what I start when I really started unpacking this, I started unpacking this idea of the mind body connection. So I knew for a fact that my, what was going on here, what in my mouth was related to my subconscious programming. I knew that my subconscious programming was impacting this area because it was happening in my mouth. It wasn't happening in my hand. wasn't happening in my foot. It was happening in my mouth. And so I started really unpacking this, all the programming around um, not being able to speak my truth, not being heard. Um, the list was honestly quite long <laughs> as I started digging into this. And then I looked at stuff like past lives. And I have had so many past lives where I've had injury to this part of my body, or I have um, been beheaded or... Um, you know, just head chopped, like all sorts of traumatic stuff to this part of my body. So as I released all of that subconscious programming, and as I released those past lives, and as I became more and more aware of the energy that I was putting out into the world, my frequency started going up. And I haven't tested my, I haven't tested my frequency in, oh my gosh, probably two or three months. It's not something I do on a regular basis. But just using that David Hawkins scale of consciousness, my frequency was testing at around 600, which is love. And so it's all this self-work that I had to do and that I think everybody on this has to, planet has to do. We have to figure out what is keeping us from that. And what is keeping us from that is energy. It is vibration. It is frequency. If you are... Um, if you are holding a lot of subconscious programming around, you're afraid, you're afraid to speak your truth. 
or you're afraid you're not safe or you're not enough or you're not worthy. Um, you know, our lists go on and on of the things that we've learned about. We think we've learned about ourselves that are not true. And so as we unpack those and get rid of those, it, it kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, a balloon that you have that has the sandbags keeping it to the ground, you know, as each of those sandbags of things that are keeping you from love are released, then all of a sudden, you know, you just, your frequency, your vibration just floats up, elevates. And within that, I think a different way of answering this question as well. It's like, as you increase your vibration, you're able to be more in tuned to the other frequencies that Mm -hmm. you were referring to before. You're vibrating in resonance with this ability to be open. Because you're not judging as much. If you're living in this energy of love, then you've let go of so many judgments and you're really living in this place of acceptance, of understanding, of allowing, of honoring, and really respecting not only yourself, but everybody else as they're figuring this out. Yep. Oh, I, my mind is starbursting with so many different directions. I, I want to go in and, and in consideration of time, I can't go in all of those directions, but, um, I will just shed some light on, um, on academia, the lens of academia and how psychology relates so relates to what we're talking about, which for some people might be like, whoa, that feels like that's coming out of left field. Um, But like Eric Erickson's stages of development, um, for example, and like have if you're not familiar with them, just Google them and you'll have a look at um, it's basically different stages of our development. So infancy and um, childhood and adolescence. And there's there's two contrasting. um, Basically, they're like they're feelings. So um, or like areas that we are exploring. So it could be like fear and self-doubt or like self um, origination and identity. Um, And I speak to these because I think that it's so it's so fascinating to me how we how how we develop and how we maturate um, impacts all of our individualistic journeys, right? So for example, as a child, we exist in the center of our own world. So that's an origin point for limiting beliefs and conditioning condition tendencies to become part of our world, such as like, oh, mom or dad, they're just gonna go off to the store. Well, child might think they're never coming back. Um, or said art teacher in elementary school said that so-and-so's art is better than mine, so I'm not a good artist and I never will be. Things like that and and how that translates to frequency, right? As you mentioned, Paige, like those tethered sandbags to the ground of like, well, that's imagine that as like a, a seed being planted that that's rooting us, that's bringing that vibration, that frequency down that could have happened at age two, age seven, eight, right? All throughout our life, um, which is also where I segue into having a trauma-informed lens, which I know Ashlyn, you spoke to previously alluded to just in like trauma-informed yoga, being a built practice uh, within Love Ignites Peace and your your philosophy 
and and that too how trauma i was writing about this the other day just about trauma and how so often um it can feel like we're we're just wearing a different set of prescription lenses that aren't that don't fit us that make our our eyes blurry or um that allow us to see things in a different way that might not actually be real um or reality but because of how we've been shaped and what we've experienced that's how we are witnessing the world and i some people you know as you have alluded to these mystical moments or like spiritual intervention where it's like i don't know where it came from but suddenly one day those lenses came off and i saw the world entirely differently um and by no means am I expecting you to have a clear cut answer to this question, but I'm curious, I want to hear more about about the mystical moment and about what like what that what that is, how would you put that into your own words. Um, well, it was just so unexpected. Um, I that's the only way I can really describe it 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 caught me off guard. It took my breath away. Um, I never in a million years uh, would I have imagined it. And I guess that's what makes it mystical. Partly what makes it mystical is that it's just so, I don't know, so um, unexpected. And I've really been thinking a lot of lately about this idea of gnosis. I don't know if you're familiar with that word, G-N-O-S-I-S. Um, it, it, it's a Latin word and it means knowing. And when you look back at some of historical, you know, roots of Christianity, you know, prior to Christianity, there were the way that the, everything was experienced post who, whoever this person was, that was supposedly Jesus was through this direct knowing. And so gnosis means knowing, and it's a direct knowing. And I think a mystical experience is just a direct knowing that God is working in your life. And, and we have those, I think, more often than what we realize. Is a coincidence that happens, a synchronicity that happens in your life, is that a way that God is showing up? And is that a mystical experience of sorts? Right, leaving the house at uh, said time, which was actually 10 minutes later than you thought you were in, you hit all green lights. It's like, was that planned or was that, <laughs> you know, moments like that. And I, I was particularly curious to ask about the mystical experience or those like divine interventions as we sometimes know them as, um, as being in the field of social work and having family ties to addiction. Um, I've heard so much about the like, this is, this was the on the bath room floor moment or the rock bottom or the um and this is i didn't experience that that mystical that connection to the divine until i started working my 12-step program or whatever path that the individual chose to take in their own journey um i hear it you know i know glennon doyle talks about it when it like in her after having her first pregnancy um, in her books and just like, I just knew I had to become sober and that's just how it was. And for some people it is, it is childbearing and that, that is what it looks like, um, which is a deeply sacred and like obviously primal experience, but sharing, and this is where we'll segue into 
co-regulation because I want to ask you, um, Paige and Ashlyn, more about your your dynamic as as mother daughter duo. That's something that's that intrigues me immensely. Um, but that that sense of co-regulation of like Ashlyn, you literally were in your mother's body at one time. Like, can we just break that down? That's, you know, you talk about frequency and nervous system, like the wisdom of the nervous system. You once shared a, a nervous system. You know, Ashlyn was building her own little unique wise wisdom, wise nervous system, um, but that resided inside of yours, Paige. So I just, I'd love to hear more about your, yeah, your mother-daughter duo and relationship. And um, yeah, tell us more. Yeah, so, well, first of all, I wanted to say it's so fascinating that you went from what she was saying to exactly what you said, because I was thinking how we were speaking on one hand, when you're at that certain vibration, you know, you are more connected and allowing those messages and that intuition through and those coincidences. But on the other hand, I also believe that those mystical moments can find you just when you need them. Mm -hmm. And they need to be that guiding light for you on your journey that kind of prompts you to this next endeavor. So I thought that tied just so beautifully into what you were saying about all of these different experiences that you have seen and the people that you have worked with. So as far as the mother-daughter relationship, we are very blessed. We're very lucky. I would describe it. I mean, I've always been obsessed with my mom. <laughs> she said, she said that I came out of the womb. Well, that I was what we like just attached. Um, she knew me. <laughs> she didn't want anybody else, and she made that very clear. Her voice always worked. <laughs> yeah. So I've always just been a, a big old lover of, of my family in general, but especially my mom. And I think that that, you know, underlying current of love between us is from all that we've worked on in this life, but also, you know, we've mentioned past lives alluded to those. It's something that we very much believe in and it's taken us time to get there. So also if you're listening going, uh, <laughs> it's okay. We've all been there. <laughs> and we say, uh, for us, you ask the whys, you lean into the maybes to get to your something more. So that's one of our big maybes that we leaned into on our journeys. And it's been profound for us, but I'm digressing. So going back to this, I think we're probably in the same soul family. In fact, I'd be almost certain that we are. And so we've probably incarnated together many, many times. So that is at the foundation, you know, the beautiful love connection We've also worked at it. We've also done, as I mentioned earlier, um, subconscious programming, which is so cool because it ties exactly into what you're talking about with limiting beliefs and those impressionable moments. So we worked through any limiting beliefs that we kind of shared, which for us, for a while, it was a mirroring of not, I like she could never give me enough love and I could never get enough. We kind of felt that, which was Silly, there was not a lack of love. It was just, I always wanted more. I wanted a longer tuck-in. In fact, in <laughs> fact, we ended up having to come up with the one more minute rule because I would, I would get my one more minute back rub, you know, and then it was like, okay, I have to go now. So, um, you know, we've worked through those things. And then one last thing I'll add to this and then I'll pass it over to you. But I also, as I mentioned earlier, I had done hypnotherapy in my teens for a hot minute and she had done the hypnotherapy before me. 
And what I learned in that as well is those impressionable moments can start when you're in the womb. And so if your mother was watching something scary, that could have been printed in your subconscious and in your ner your nervous system. If a traumatic event happened, if there was a great sadness, all those things can start to come in at that time as well. So that was just from my experience. I don't know that there's necessarily been something consciously that I know came through during my gestation. <laughs> but, but well, let's take you back and calm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting very relaxed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. We've yeah. just, I think we're so connected, right? It's like we already said, like a body, mind, soul thing, right? It's just, there's so, there's so much that, that plays into this experience. And I, I know that I'm living my purpose. You know, this purpose was given to me when it, when the three words love, ignite, peace landed in my brain. Um, and I, you know, I think this has become aware, an awareness that's really been relatively recent, recent, but I think Ashlyn will tell you she's living her purpose now too. So it's very possible that, you know, our souls had this chat, this booty bump, this dance <laughs> in the heavens. And we said, you know what, let's do this. Let's, let's work together on bringing more love to the world. And through that, it, our love that we have for each other will challenge us, but it will also nourish our ability to do this more than anything. And we also had to, you know, separate for a while, not in a negative way, but, you know, I had to leave Colorado and go away to college and have some experiences out in the world to gain this level of independence and, and freedom so that coming back to this doesn't feel like an obligation or a codependent or a codependency. Like, mm -hmm. it's so funny. My aunt always talks about she's like oh my gosh your mom is so great she just she is not codependent at all and that is a great way to describe my mom she is not codependent I think if given the chance I could have been codependent she <laughs> <laughs> would have liked me to be more codependent <laughs> at times mm. we're, we're just authentic here <laughs> yes we we're here for it all and oh I what's coming through me through me so loudly is this the phrase like you're cut from the same cloth and you know I know you've alluded to um yeah booty bumping in the heavens and um your soul's aligning and I recently heard another um metaphor which I loved which is like being a part of a soul cauldron so there's like mm. you know a witch stirring all the souls in the pot and they all disperse and manifest themselves into whatever living being or perhaps inanimate object um, whatever and I just if you think of that from a probability perspective and also knowing again from a trauma-informed lens like the complexity of the mother-daughter relationship um it feels very divine that uh you know Ashlyn you were you were brought into this world through your mother's womb um seeking love and 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 Paige that you like whether or not you knew it in in Ashley's Ashlyn's younger years um, you were, that was part of your soul's purpose to bring more love into the world as a human, as a mother, um, et cetera. Um, so, uh, as, 
as time is not quite coming to a wrap here, but we're getting close, I want to hear more about Love Ignites piece. What are you all doing? What's what's going on? What are your um, your offerings or your visions or your goals? I know we're four months into it, so I don't want to get overzealous with questions, but just tell us where you are now and, and where you're headed. Well, it's been a big learning experience. Um, we both, like like you, we said yes, and um, we didn't really have a really extraordinarily clear path. <laughs> it's been some trial and error, but Loving Nights Peace is a lifestyle to help people raise their frequent their vibration to the frequency of love. And that the challenging and beautiful thing about this is everybody's journey to raising their frequency to love is different because we've all experienced so many different things. Not one person on this planet is like another person. So we are putting as much information out there as possible to inspire, to encourage, to help people look at their own lives through the lens of how can I raise my vibration to the frequency of love. And we do this by, you know, helping you get your freak, your AKA your frequency on, right. By raising this vibration, both daily and in deeper. And that's why we really created this as a lifestyle brand. And that's why we, I mean, it's a, it's birth from us living it, but B there are so many ways, you know, whether you just want to dip your toe and you're ready to start kind of figuring out what's one little thing I can do to start raising my frequency to this vibration of love. Is it a short 10 minute meditation? Is it just being a little bit more aware of the ingredients in something I'm eating? You know, there's just this whole gamut to this, to this deeper level. Like we're here to meet you where you are. Are you ready to go deep? Are you ready to work through some of those subconscious limiting beliefs that you might be holding in your field? Are you ready to potentially look at some of your closest relationships as your greatest teachers? Are you ready to figure out what's at the root cause of your physical suffering? And so that's how we're trying to show up in this world. And yes, sometimes it's a big task to try to be hitting all of these things at once, but we would be not being authentic with the people that we're here to serve. If we just showed up with, here's one thing, one size fits all one one platter of uh, the solution, the magic. It's it's a multi-pronged approach and we're all unique individuals. And that's why we want to show up in so many different ways to meet you where you are. But with this core tenant of trying to help you raise your vibration to the frequency of love. You know, you write, you read a self-help book and that self-help book, book just has the answer. You know, if you do this, then it's all going to be great. And so, you know, we end up reading 550 self-help books because <laughs> not one of those things actually worked its magic in our lives. And that could be for a million, million different reasons. And it doesn't mean those books didn't help and they weren't helpful, but um, really learning to learning about love, learning to live love is a, is a journey of learning about the human experience. It's really unpacking the human experience through the lens of your own experience and how what is it in my own experience that has kept me from the frequency of, of love? And I hate to kind of, you know, roll back into this. You know, we hear so much of, you know, just say your affirmations and move on or, 
um, you know, you aren't your story, which is true. You're not your story. But there has to be some level of self-awareness created in order for you to make that evolutionary leap. So I don't know if you've ever looked at the word evolve, Courtney, but the word evolve has love spelled in it two different ways. The word evolution has love spelled in it backwards. Love is the evolution. It is our personal evolution and it is our collective evolution. We just have to start, you know, looking at ourselves individually and raising our frequency individually. And as we do so, the collective will change. You were also asking about our offerings, which is so kind of you. And we, as I mentioned earlier, have had to ask for help at times on this journey. So that's why on our site and through our company, you're able to book virtually with all four of our freak frequency doctors. As I mentioned, you know, the, the woman share who helps do the subconscious programming work and uh, Tracy who does spiritual energy work, which there's a whole gamut of things tied within that. It can be intuitive messages, relationship healing, past life clearings, ancestral clearings, travel protection, space clearings, physical bot, you know, physical, um, personal space clearings, actual physical, physical location clearings. Then the homeopathic medicine with Dr. Deb, who specializes in homeopathy and has her, you know, PhD and I don't even know, quantum, blah, 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 amazingness. She's, she has about a thousand different degrees she's got going for her. And then our, again, our trauma-informed yoga with Sharon. And so that's like one of our big things. And then we're actually here shortly going to be trying to release our kind of first coaching um, group as well as some courses. So we really, again, want to meet people where they are. Are you ready to dip your toe? Are you ready to just consume the free content on Instagram and Facebook and, and through some of our free offers, offerings on our website, are you ready to dive all the way in? So we are here to meet you where you are and putting that love in, in your evolution. Amazing. I, I'm so inspired. It's, it's so, I'm in awe of witnessing you both in your collective journey. And um, we have the pleasure for those of you listening, recording this over Zoom. So I get to see Paige and Ashlyn's beaming faces and their their bright smiles and talk about resonance, energy resonance, and how that's transmitted even virtually over technology. Um, so that is, I always come back to, we are all just particles. We are made up of atoms, just as all living things are. And we are these beautifully intricate, complex systems. And I am here for it all. Um, so just before we hop off here, I would like to hear from you both on one thing. If you could look back and tell a younger version of yourself one thing, what would it be? Well, I know that my lesson in this lifetime was learning to trust myself. And so a lot of my trust issues were, you know, manifesting in my physical body around my ability to speak my truth. And um, so if I had one bit of advice for my younger self, it would have been to trust the journey, that the journey is going to lead you to the most amazing place. This is cracking me up because I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, what's mine? And mine was also gonna be about the journey because I've always been so destination oriented. 
that it's not about the destination, like the magic happens in the journey. So somewhat similar to yours, yours is the trust of the journey and mine is the magic of the journey. Like life's life's little nuggets of gold are actually in the journey, not just the destination. You know, and kind of, I want to quickly tie it back to this idea of a mystical experience and that is be open to receiving it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, that's where you're really going to find the magic. Be open to receiving it. And if you are, it will happen. Yeah. I'm chuckling again too, because now I'm like, well, another piece of advice. There's so much out there to help you on this journey and help you find the magic and trust it and all the things. And, and we just have to open our minds and lean in sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. That's a beautiful summation of even when it is you and your life, you're not meant to know everything about it all at one time, right? So I often view life as a scavenger hunt. We are just going along, finding little nuggets of treasure here and there, finding the people that are, you know, below the rainbow who we resonate with. And like, it's also a game of probability. We're not going to, not everything's going to happen in year eight of our life. Not, we're not going to meet all of the people whom we love and connect with so dearly year 12 of our life, right? It's going to be sprinkled throughout. So yes. And, um, iterating back to our listeners, what Paige and and Ashlyn have shared with us, be open to receiving, um, and go forth with, into this world in love and with love we all are capable of it and of course i'm I'm chuckling at the again whether you're you are our believer of valentine's day or not the kismet timing of how this all happened and and we are recording on the day of love so um, i will it wasn't planned (laughs) really that way (laughs) truly was not planned um so I, I will pop all of Love Ignite's piece information into the show notes so you can refer to them. Again, these ladies are based in um, Denver, Colorado, but they will have virtual offerings on the horizon, if not already. So be on the lookout. And thank you from the bottom of my heart, Paige and Ashlyn, for sharing an hour of your time today. I so, so appreciate you both. Well, thank you so much. And we are so honored to have been on your podcast. and. Um... In the coming months, you will be a guest on our podcast and you can share your wisdom um, with us, the soul to soul wisdom. And we are so excited to, to hear that from you and to take all of that in. So thank you. And you can find our podcast at uh, Loving Nice Peace Backup <laughs> Yes. Amazing. Yeah, please. I'm so happy you shared. I will pop it in the show notes as well. And yeah, tune in to Love Ignites Peace bathroom chats or bathtub chats. Bathtub. Bathtub, (laughs) not bathroom. (laughs) Bathtub chats. hilarious um in a few months um or now and uh yeah we will stay connected between now and then again thank you all for listening and ashlyn and Paige, have a lovely rest of your day you too thank Thank you you, Courtney. courtney